This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Bite Size Book Club podcast, She Well Read. We're your hosts, Alana and Samra, and we're two black girls in our mid-20s who are on a journey to get back into reading. Our goal is to encourage women to not only read any and everything, but to also read at your own pace. Each episode, we take a bite-sized approach to reading by breaking down one chapter of a book and diving into a multitude of topics. We see reading as a source of empowerment and want to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of empowerment. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. No, Are you about to start the no, show? No, that was just me doing a bit of like me Not without headphones. Mm. Just like talking into the mic like this is how it goes. When this is how we do it. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> I'm trying to be smooth. I couldn't help get from laughing. <laughs> well, all right. Welcome to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. And as you can see, we're on our usual shenanigans, per always. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenan again. <laughs> um, follow us everywhere. Okay, but pause. Have you seen that TikTok, though, where I'm making this reference? Um, I, Yeah, but not in a long time. Okay. But I'm pretty like, sure, like, you like shenanigans. Shenanigan. Okay, okay, I was making sure you understood the reference. <laughs> Um, ooh, that could be an episode title. I'm squirreling so bad. Okay, shout out corner. Follow us everywhere at She Will Red. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, especially today because we're going to do an unboxing of sorts. So if you want to see the stuff in my bag that I'm going to pull out in a minute, ooh. then you should go check us out on YouTube. Join our Patreon. We are filming recording Re- a call yep, uh, yep. Re- <laughs> yep. Re- recording a mini episode to be posted on there soon so go sign up and yeah support the season's partners we have all the discount codes everywhere but if you need a reminder it'll be in the descriptions let's get into the unboxings okay because i did we talk about doing this no okay because <laughs> i was like i don't remember <laughs> i made the executive decision I mean, great, because we didn't have any we didn't have anything for coffee break, so I yeah. was like, might as well. I don't have anything to say for coffee break. <laughs> I'm so weak. Okay. First things first. You know that poppy giveaway Stop. that I had? Oh. One. I brought you some to try. Oh my god, stuff and not a taste test. Well, I mean not right now, but like so that you can taste test. I low-key want to open them all three right now. Do a taste test and ASMR, but we can maybe save that for the audio like Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Yeah. We could be drinking a poppy and we explain which poppy we're drinking. Yeah, I wanna do a flight. Okay, a flight. (laughs) Like because I can like taste. We could do it for TikTok too. 
That would be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So we have Doc Pop, which is pers- my personal favorite at the moment. At this point, let's get a sponsorship going, um, Poppy, because... Yeah, the way I'd be telling <laughs> everybody... She's already sponsored by you. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I sponsor them by spending all this money. I do a freaking... My fridge is full of poppies. <laughs> Um, a lot of Doc Pop. It's supposed to be like so. The pack they Love sent the was like it's called the Classics. So okay. it's their take on popular sodas. So this is supposed to taste like Dr Pepper, oh, which it does. Doc Pop. Yeah, and Austin says it tastes better than Dr Pepper. Better. That's what he. I'm, he, I'm sold. He went to the store and bought some for his house. I'm sold. Yeah, this classic cola. I had never had it. I had it today. Bitch, this tastes like Coke wow it's i was so surprised at how good it was okay so poppy's the one i haven't tried I poppy feel. is officially my favorite i know i said i was going back and forth but poppy's my favorite put me on because olipop is like hit or miss like yeah it is which i will say okay i do love the poppy root beer and if you're not a big root beer lover i would say this is a good one because it's not super root beer like it's not super strong root beer oh my god it's making me thirsty (laughs) but olipop is stronger i will say it tastes more like actual root beer but i still i still love this one too Mm. like i'll drink them both Okay. But overall, brand wise, I fuck with Poppy more. I, you know, Olipop root beer is the one I did like. Yeah, Olipop root beer is really good. I'm trying to think about, but yeah. Aww, look at me leaving with some poppies. Presents. <laughs> yeah, for the road. Let me know what you think. I will have to update. Yes. What's this? We both, well, I, I don't know if you've gotten yours yet. I don't think, well, maybe I, no, because it wouldn't fit in the mailbox. Check your mail. Because it, it came into my front door and I wasn't expecting it. I was like, hello? It was such a nice surprise. Love book mail. Um, so we were sent Old Enough by Haley Jacobson. It literally just came. Well, actually, just came I think this comes out on the 20th. So I honestly oh, win. it's a bit early. Well, when this episode comes out, it'll have come out already. Oh, literally hello. like the day before. Yeah, we can post this shit. Mm-hmm. And there's a little note in here. Um Sweet reader, there was a point while writing Old Enough where I asked myself it was if it was a story about too many things at once, could I really write a book about girlhood, bisexuality, friendship breakups, healing as a survivor, and chosen community? Was that too much? And then somewhere in my likely oat milk, oat latte motivated panic, <laughs> I realized that I wanted it to be too much. Life doesn't have a storage closet. We spill out and over... We spill out and over and nothing fits. It's not linear or binary and there's no door big enough to shut it all out. Wow. 16 year old Haley really needed to read a book that showed her that being too many things at once was okay. And as I turn 30 in just a few weeks, I find so much relief in knowing that I finally wrote a book as big as she was. A book as too much as I still am. She says, I hope you see yourself in this book as vast and complicated as you are. And I hope you remember that we never stop coming of age. We, like Savannah, are all hurtling toward the people we are becoming and cobbling together a life we'd like to live. You think I don't read. I can't talk. (laughs) Thank you for reading. Wow. That Mm -hmm. she's such a good writer, guys. Yeah, because you started it already. I haven't even started it. Yes, girl. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Really? Okay. It reads very easy. Period. It's really like relatable. I, I feel like you and anyone 
in their 20s would see themselves in this book. Perk. You want to put it on the podium? Yeah, she covered so many, so many topics. And so to hear her say, it feels like my 16-year-old self like and the person I still am which is just too much mm-hmm. makes complete sense to me mm. and I'm excited to read the the last um you know last little bit um period it was part of my pride month reading and so. also happy pride happy pride happy I don't pride, know if we've said that guys. on the show yet happy pride yeah this one and then sidewalk film is doing mm. a book club oh for um i guess this is something they do often which if you're in birmingham or near birmingham sidewalk film um whatever i think it's just sidewalk, sidewalk film. film yeah i get so confused because they do a festival so I yeah always... i always want to say festival yeah <laughs> but it's just sidewalk film is such a good nonprofit to support and they have just a lot of cool opportunities and it's almost like an indie movie theater so it's really nice to have but there's a book that they're covering for pride month called um the talented i'm listening and looking for an email all at the same time i love it (laughs) the talented mr ripley oh i've heard of that the movie is just something i watched recently and i fell in love with the movie and so when i saw they were covering that and you like you, you like buy a ticket and then they send you the book and oh. then you come back and like watch the movie together and then mm-hmm. discuss. So I was like, oh, I was like, this is perfect. So I'm going to do that. So I need to finish old enough so I can get started on the talent of Mr. Ripley. But period. It's a really good movie if you guys don't want to read the book or if you do i can update you on what i was about to say yeah update what it's like but it's just like it feels like two different stories mm-hmm. but it started my obsession with jude law oh i've heard i've heard their stuff is good yeah he is so i'm just obsessed with him i mean Period. not that he's necessarily the greatest or anything but he's just but you're so but you like them yeah Okay, period. So Love to and see he just, it. He, he acted his ass off. It was so good. Per. Love to see it. Okay, last but not least, we were sent a package that we have not even opened yet. I'm literally opening it right now, but I pulled the email up so I could give an accurate description. Oh. There's not one. Like, ASMR, guys. No, literally. Like, I mean. Oh, I feel like I'm on TikTok. Oh, wow. There's a lot. What is it? Four. Hello. Hello. Okay. I hear giveaway. It's giving give away. Five. Holy crap! It's giving giveaway. Glow cat. And I think one of the or I think one of them was supposed to be signed. I don't know which one it is. Um. But basically, yes, we were approached by World Spark Games. I'm. Let me pull it before I'm saying the wrong thing. Yes. World Spark. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this first book is called Glow Cat in the Art of Timing. Uh, it's written by acclaimed microfiction writer Ran Walker. It's a cosmic Afrofuturism inspired take on classical magical land stories like Alice in Wonderland, The Wizard of Oz, and others. And they've created lots of characters and stories for a lot of different games. And they're now hoping to build, you know, grassroots word of mouth campaign around these books. And so Glow Cat is designed to be read in one sitting. There's 100 chapters and each are 100 words. And it's their mission to spread the book far and wide. And yeah, so that's why they sent it to us. So we can help spread the words far and wide. 
It's very much giving one sitting only because oh wow yeah that's sure they're all one page wow like less than one page when you look at all the spacing yeah and that's a yeah that's a quick read i'm very much sold because the oh this is the signed one. Oh, that's the signed one you got the signed one you found yeah. it it's like a needle in a haystack <laughs> it really is and Period. look the first page or whatever you know like when they do a quote in the beginning yeah um, they've got Alice in Wonderland, Ooh. a quote from that, and then a quote from Andre 3000. <gasps> Period. I love the vibes already. Right. That made me feel like, okay, I'm getting, I'm catching a vibe. You're catching on? That I want to be a part of. Um, so baddies, we have three extra copies, and I think the only reasonable thing to do is do a giveaway. What else are we going to do with those? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, give them to people, but you know. So anywho... We'll make up rules and stuff because this is very much on the spot and we'll post it on our socials. Maybe we can make this a TikTok giveaway. I don't think we've ever done one of those. We've always done it on Instagram. We should. Let's go. Period. Okay, we're doing it right now. This is going to be a TikTok giveaway. Tag a friend in the comment. Comments. Be sure you're following us. Um, and also tell us what you're reading. I think that's fair. That's pretty. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Period. Love so, it. Okay, stay get tuned. into it, guys. When does this end? Um, let's say the end of the season. <gasps> okay. <laughs> That's valid. Because, I mean, it's not much of it left. Guys, why are we nearing the end of this freaking book? I'm upset. I know. We used to have, like, so much more to go, and now it's really not that much to go. It's Girl. crazy. Oh, I, was, I had it backwards. So it felt <laughs> like we still had so much more to I'm go. I'm so But this weak. is all we have. And you know how the last couple pages ain't even part of the book. This is it. Like, I'm showing it. Like, this is it. Right. The crazy thing is that we end on 79, but we got to get to 91. So it, it must just be, like, really quick. Hmm. Not more one-page chapters like I know. Below Cat. Listen up, well-read baddies. We just discovered the cutest stationery and gifting brand that reflects the culture. They have planners, journals, and affirmation pens to help you stay organized, and the artwork is so beautiful. We love that there are so many options to choose from, and you can use whatever journal fits your vibe. Exclusively for our listeners, you can get 15% off your first order using code SHEWELLRED on BeRootedCo.com. That's 15% off using code SHEWELLRED at BeRooted.com. Let us know what you get. Um, but let's get, get into, into the chapter. All right, y'all. We are kicking off on page, not page, but chapter 73 as we're like flipping. That's on page 250 if you're following yeah. along with us. I like move all of this stuff. My OCD oh, is kicking in. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> She's like, fair enough. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the freak happened? I feel A like lot. so much is going on in life that I'm like, ah. hell, so much is going on in this book. When I was and reading in this book, in these chapters specifically, I was audible the whole read. By well, you texted me and you're like, watch out! So I knew something was about to go down. You had I no was idea. Not expecting that. Right. Guys, okay. Let's get it popping. Okay, guys. So Steven's taxi pulls up in front of Jeanette's house. He is here now for a six-month project. 
So he is moving in with Miss Jeanette. Mm-hmm. I said, this is a big step for Elmo. It really is. <laughs> She's so grown up. She is. Um, so he is super energetic coming up the stairs and he she's like watching him from the front door and is just like oh my god i have something to tell you <laughs> i was like oh god I w- at first i was like oh, he got somebody else pregnant that was like my initial thought i don't know why well you know that that do be happening you do um but he is just so excited and she's like wow i don't want to ruin this feeling mm-hmm. for him but also like a little bit like oh he really wants to live with me mm-hmm. and she also has to tell him that she stopped therapy <laughs> that too <laughs> she's like, there's a lot going on yeah. right now mm-hmm. um but he starts talking before she can even like get a sentence out she's like steven and <laughs> he's just like talking already about how excited he is about this project and us um or about being in LA as well. Um, But she notices that he doesn't talk too much about like the thing that's happening in this moment, which is he's moving in with her. Mm -hmm. So she's like, what's up with that? (laughs) Um, But the last thing that he said he's excited to do together is go to church, which for her is a kind of like a... Hello? Right. <laughs> She's like, we don't talk about church. You're not religious, I don't think. Like, right. I think you grew up Catholic, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's just not something that she thought had any significance to him. Yeah, they were like the type, like, you know, go to church on Christmas and Easter. But it wasn't like, yeah, you go to church religiously or but anything. But this man is on 10 about church right now. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like, what's what's going on and he says i don't know i just feel like there's more to life more depth more meaning which you know i feel like is valid to think i feel like we all have moments where we're like it can't be just this Mm -hmm. growing up or whatever right um but she's you know after he says that she's like what is organized religion gonna do to like give you that purpose like Mm -hmm. i don't I don't think that's it, babe. <laughs> she said, I don't think that's it. <laughs> and he said, um, she said that they usually talk about how religion is a thing that stunts growth, actually, and it's mm. not a thing that promotes it. So she brings that up and he's like, right, yeah, but I completely disagree with that now. And so she's like, can you like, like what's going through your head? Like, can you elaborate a little bit? And he says that he just watched this Netflix documentary called God is Not Dead. Which I did hear about that, but I You're like, right I never, that. yeah, I was like, but I don't think I watched it. I don't think, I don't think I did either. But it, she, he's like really hyped about it. And he says, I think there's a lot of truth to it, Jenny. And I want us to try going to church. I want us to try finding some kind of religion. <laughs> <laughs> this next part. <laughs> and Miss Jeanette. Her cynical self, who we love so much, she just shits on his parade. <laughs> Not even meaning to, but she just literally is like, words She's vomiting. She's like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> she said, exactly. She said, you saw a shitty Christian mu- movie on Netflix, and now you want to abandon your whole life philosophy for Jesus? Like, hello? 
Which, speaking of hello, did you see Julia was like, when are we getting hello merch? That's so funny. I had never thought, like, that's a thing that people notice that we do. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing we've done, I guess. Right, right. Or, bro, okay. But that's funny. I like that. Side note, when I was editing the last episode, I was looking for all of the places where I said cut this out. And so I just put cut. That's smart. You know the amount of times we said cute? in the last episode is like i'm gonna have to like splice it all and like make a little tiktok video because it's so funny please but what (laughs) that's so funny because i don't i'm not like oh i use cute a lot it was because this was when she had first met steven and we're like they're so cute it's so cute (laughs) and like i'm gonna i'm gonna show you but do y'all want hello merch is that a thing (laughs) is that something y'all want let us know in the comments what type of merch are y'all looking for yeah because we about to be on it we're about to be on it and i actually need to post a little questionnaire so stay tuned for that on the story on instagram yes stay tuned okay but back into this okay yeah (laughs) so she hurts his feelings with that whole little moment right right (laughs) and he said (laughs) Um, she starts to wonder like if he's okay. She he doesn't she says he doesn't seem to like himself and then she's like, We're only a few months into our still very new relationship. Maybe this is a shift of like not the honeymoon phase anymore. Mm. Anyway, more word vomit. She just goes ahead goes ahead and's like, Steven, I uh I quit therapy. Um and she's like, I was literally just so nervous to say that five minutes ago, but <laughs> after this whole thing, it's like minuscule. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just dying because the next part just keep going. <laughs> yeah, it all kind of worked out. Divine timing, if you will. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said he she's like waiting for his reaction and um he stops rummaging through his bag and looks at her and he said that's fine and she said really it's fine i can't believe it yeah (laughs) and he said you don't need therapy not if you have jesus so he has really (laughs) gone to that side Mm -hmm. i was like oh it was so drastic it was such a switch which don't get me wrong i love me some jesus me too but the way he's like that sentence alone that statement alone i'm like oh no mental health is still a thing even with jesus it really worked out for jeanette i'll say that yeah because This could have been a big thing. He almost yeah, said it true. was an ultimatum. That's so true. Or he did. No, he did. So he would have broken their relationship. I mean, and that's why she was so nervous. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes sense. But, but he found Jesus. Amen. He got saved. I don't know if Not he, he got about saved. to be baptized <laughs> or what's about to happen with Mr. Steven. Oh, so weak. I love this bottle. Oh, it's a Stanley. Okay, fancy. Thank you. It's from Daniel. Ah, Daniel. He said it's his favorite. Period. It's um, it's like a little small, though. It's cute. But I feel like it's probably better for hot stuff. I have water in it all the mm, time, but... Yeah, I feel you. Anyway. Okay, chapter 74. So, basically, they're on a tour of churches. They are visiting all these different types of churches. And not just, like, one denomination. They're visiting all the denominations. It's cracking me up that he's like... I just know I want Jesus. I want God. Yeah. He's like, I want God, but I don't, I don't know, know what. Which God, yeah. But I want one of them. Yeah. And so um, they're sitting in a pew right now. And 
fact, where do you even find a Southern Baptist church? I know where they are. I was like, it's not Southern. It's not. And then they went to a Catholic church service, which Stephen said felt very Hollywood. Then they went to the Scientology Center because Stephen was like, he wasn't like really in that one. But he was like, since I'm trying shit out, might as well. I've always um, wanted to like check one out. Just to see? Yeah. I'm I too am interested. Just to like do some if research. In California. I know. <laughs> They're everywhere. Um so she says she describes it as like he's like Goldilocks and the three bears. He has to find the one that's just right. And I was like, that's an accurate description of what he's doing right now. And so he seems genuinely engaged in the service and She's just ready for this shit to be over. <laughs> and then finally the service lets out and she's like, hallelujah. This is the closest I've gotten to believing in God all day. <laughs> I was like, she's cracking me up. I know. <sighs> and so, you know, by the time they get home, like she's ready to do some want here, but she wants to do a glass of wine mixed with vodka. Oh, yeah. I was thinking we put that on her shirt. Mm. But like glass, just just put a glass of wine of vodka and wine. No, because on the next page, she calls it Winodka. Winodka! Oh, my gosh, Winodka on a shirt! Just because nobody <laughs> would get that. Yeah. Except people that watched this season or read this Or book. if we had, like, a little image of, like, a glass and, like, wine being poured and vodka being poured in it. Winodka. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, and so she's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It was cool. She's just completely checked out. But Steven's like, and Jenny... I prayed about it, and I don't think we should have sex anymore. I'm taking a vow of celibacy. Trigger warning for the next part, because it's not like, it's just very graphic, the next part. Yeah, this like, is it's the not, most graphic sex scene in this book so They're not far. even having sex. Like, okay, let's get to it. Um, And she says, I'm sorry, excuse me? And literally in my head before I read it, I was like, imagine having the best sex of your life, and then this man is like, I'm about to be celibate, though. Which is very much her thought. Which is exactly what happens. He says, yeah, I just don't think we should be sinning like that anymore. And I'm like, babes. <laughs> and he says, I prayed about it. I really don't think we should be having sex anymore. It's a sin. I hope you're okay with that. Which, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong. Right? There's nothing wrong with taking a vow of celibacy. I'm not mad. All right, I'm not mad at I it. Because I just was like, babe. But you know what? If that's what you want to do, and that's what you feel called to do. Right. You know, there's go off, king. Right, and they do say, like, taking a vow of celibacy and, like, being celibate is more than just not having sex. It's about really being in tune with yourself and your body. Like, it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, here for it. Yeah. But she's like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> not you, though. Not you, though. <laughs> and she says, I, like, she literally says, I'm not. Our sex is the best sex I've ever had. I wouldn't want to give that up even if my life was soaring in all the other places. But it isn't. Like, her life's a shit show and, like, Steven and their great sex is like one of the happy points of her life. So then like to take that away on top of everything else. Damn. Yeah. I, mean, I feel her. I feel her. And she says, what if I'm not? And she takes a gulp of the last of her Winotka. <laughs> and she sets a glass on her table seductively. <laughs> Jeanette's got a little <laughs> ulterior motive. She got a little <laughs> She um, lets her fingers linger on the rim of the glass, just so. <laughs> the visual. <laughs> the visual. Then she says, uh, 
I lean over and start kissing Steven. He kisses me back, tentatively at first, and then passionately. And she says, got him. (laughs) (laughs) That just took me out. Because I feel like we all have our little tricks, you know, like men and women, where we're like, "Mm, I got you, bitch. (laughs) Checkmate, bitch. (laughs) And so then she says, pretty soon my hand's on his dick. It's hard, real hard. Look how hard you are for me, I whisper in his ear. And he says, Jenny, stop. And she says, you want me to stop? And she's like talking in this voice, like dirty, sexy voice. And he's like, no, no, don't stop. (laughs) I'm so glad you're doing the (laughs) The audio. Yes. And Steven takes her hand and puts it back on his dick. She unzips his pants. We know where this is going. But she describes it. She's like, I'm about to give the blowjob of a lifetime. Like, everything is on the fucking line right now. (laughs) Have you ever had to give a blowjob for your life? Have you? I'm sure there's people who have, but... It's just such a funny situation. Yeah, the situation is like, bro. (laughs) And she's like... (laughs) There are blowjobs, and then there's this blowjob. <laughs> and she says, I'm sucking, I'm stroking, I'm whispering, I'm licking, I'm caressing. And I'm like, damn, my bitch, I'm like, worked out for you. This sounds like a job. Literally. She invented the Gluck Gluck 5000. <laughs> she did. Who knew? And so he finishes. She pops up proud and expected that, like, he's going to be like, nope, that's too hard. I can't be celibate. Mm-hmm. And he needs to have sex with her. She needs him to like be so seduced by her. And he says, "Yeah, that didn't feel right, Jenny. We can't do that again. We really can't do that again." And I was like, "Fuck." Looking back, <laughs> and you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But I think it would have worked a little better if she hadn't let him come. Because then he would have been just longing, thinking, right, and that would have been torture. Mm. And that's when you slip up. Post not clarity doesn't (laughs) always work in a woman's favor. This is true. Valid points were made. But I would have done the same thing. (laughs) I wouldn't have thought that far ahead. I'd have been like, no, this is it, babe. You want it done? You're like, let's get it done. And so she says there's such finality in his eyes. And she stares at him and she's just like, what have I done? <laughs> this was such a scene. It was. Oh, my God. I just, I had to do that. Like, that shit, I was audibly Thank you for doing it. Because it was killing me. I didn't that's, read it in that book. That's no. why I read it in my head. <laughs> all right. All right. On to 75. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) But truly, after a chapter like that, like, what else is next? (laughs) Hello? Oh, my God. (laughs) It doesn't get any better. It doesn't. (sighs) All right, guys. This is quite an enlightening chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, it starts out with a with a sentence a question if you will and it says so was there ever a good phase of your relationship with mom or was it always how i remember it and 
after like i just read that i thought she was talking to one of her brothers so this next part shook me oh yeah you know i i'm glad we're learning something here because i feel like when we're talking about the dad she's talking to her dad mm-hmm. um i honestly didn't know this stuff and i never really thought about her dad's side of this mm, right me either so this was a good perspective yeah right it's like a good question because yeah anyway um but she goes into her mom's side of the story was that dad her dad was probably cheating didn't do enough for the family or he's lazy he's incompetent he's distant he has an emotional range of a potato um and she remembers a few good things on her end of like she loved the way her dad's flannel smelled um and she um she remembers how he taught her to tie his shoe or tie her shoe and she remembers one specific situation where he invited her to his work Christmas party when he was working at Home Depot Mm -hmm. and she was like so excited that he chose her out of all the kids to go with him but then she learned that her mom actually asked Jeanette to go asked her asked her dad Mm -hmm. to ask Jeanette to take her right because mom had an ulterior motive which was go and snoop on everybody at your dad's job and tell me who he could potentially be having an affair with which traumatizing right right instantly i was like what the fuck why would you do that Mm -hmm. and he she even went so far as to say don't rule out the guys because a little part of me always thought your dad was was gay and she says it's because of the way he crosses his legs that reminded me of that article which i know you posted about um the guy from everybody's hates chris and abbott elementary god why can't i think of his name right now um tyler james yes um i'll link it um yeah about him saying how like everybody like thinks he's gay just because of his mannerisms and Mm. like certain things that he does and he's like that's not cool like on so many levels i'm very much glad he's talking about it because i you know i feel like we all have our like judgments and initial thoughts about people but I've learned in my life through fucking up (laughs) that, you know, you should keep those thoughts to yourself because it's like kind of spreading rumors that you don't, you know what I mean? Like if you have a question, just ask somebody. Right. And leave it at that. Right. So yeah, period. But yeah, like I cannot imagine my mom like wondering if my own dad was gay like hello like i mean the whole this whole scene but yeah but all of it yeah yeah there's not like a better part really (laughs) (laughs) it's all fucked up Mm -hmm. but anyway she's like i had a great time and she learned how to play blackjack and she felt really loved by her dad that day which is super sweet and Mm -hmm. she said but otherwise the memories were less than fantastic And she goes into, like, these things that I didn't really realize, like, her dad was not present and that he always seemed uninterested. Mm -hmm. And I remember she said she remembered him trying to read Stan the Hot Dog Man to her and Scotty, her brother, every night for what must have been three or four weeks stretch until we eventually gave up on him reading it because he would just fall asleep. 
He would forget dance recitals. He would fall asleep during watch parties for Jeanette's TV performances. And then she also mentions that there was a great pornography debacle of 03. And her mom basically just caught her dad watching porn, which is a huge sin in Mormonism. And she kicked him out of the house for the longest stretch that she ever had before. Mm-hmm. It was like a month, I think it said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a month. Um, but like, I just didn't realize, I mean, I knew they never had that deep, strong connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize like how bad. Yeah. Like, I guess his, her, her dad was, wasn't really present, you know? I mean, I knew he was, I just felt like he was present, but not like involved yeah but the fact that he like really wasn't there honestly that's why none of this surprised me that much i was like well it makes sense Mm, yeah right right and then the fact that her mom was like now you can now you call him mark oh after that whole incident yeah with the pornography which yeah now when we get through this chapter it will all make a little Mm -hmm. more sense because yeah it's crazy to tell your kids to tell their dad to like call their dad Mark or like by their first name by their first name right exactly I mean no, Mark <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like the name for a bad man <laughs> so weak no but okay so now we're in the present and we are opposite of her dad and his new girlfriend which took me out this is terrible he ends up dating her mom's ex-best friend the, who we met before the friend that she hated mm-hmm. that they always had this si- secret competition mm-hmm. and tell me why there was a valid reason for this competition because her husband did like this her friend like right. he really did and she did too uh, clearly wow yes miss karen and her name's karen right i was about to say no pun intended like her name's literally karen yeah <laughs> And okay, so he's responding, but we're going to learn a little bit more about Miss Karen and her dad in a second. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know, it was so long ago, I hardly even remember. <laughs> he answers after a 10 second pause. And then he she notes that he looks over at his girlfriend for approval, which got to love her oh. dad. And um, she goes into a little bit about Karen and, you know, She's studying her from across the room and she realizes her mom tried to do her makeup like Karen does hers. Or maybe Karen tries to do her makeup like mom did hers. I can't tell. But either way, it makes me uncomfortable is what she says. Mm -hmm. She's like, I want dad to be happy, but he's a little too happy. Mm -hmm. And he's been seeing Karen apparently since one week after her mom fucking died. Which I was like... I mean, I get it because he was probably checked out from that relationship so long ago. Oh, I never, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I like, I, I was, was just going through the motions. Yeah. So it wasn't like it wasn't a breakup. Like, like it, it wasn't like his wife just died. He probably may have already parted ways. Yeah. Like it was probably still like sad and emotional, but like not to where like he now couldn't I'm bounce like, back. That's why you went to the mall because. That's why they all went to the, they were all just over it. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like as sad as it is oh my god i think that's why yeah so anyway she mentions that also mentions that her dad seemed more concerned with getting karen's phone number at her mom's funeral than she did uh than he did like mourning or you know 
whatever it is that you do at a funeral mm-hmm. um, that she calls an after party, by the way, which I thought was the repass. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Um, so she's just kind of going through the fact that her dad moved on way quicker than her and her brothers expected. And it hasn't been very easy at Mm -hmm. all for them. We already lost their mom, our mom, but we don't want to lose our dad too, is her thoughts on that. So they're trying to reach out to this man and he's also trying on his end. He's Mm -hmm. calling like once a week and, you know, um, the last time he called, he, mentioned that he wanted to talk to Jeanette in person Mm -hmm. um, and doesn't say why. So she's like kind of in the dark, just wondering what's so serious. Um, And she is just kind of like, okay, this is, this is it. It's coming. She said, why do you want to meet up or or why did you? And he says, well, um," and he looks at his girlfriend and Karen's like nudging him to go and do it. And so he says, Dustin, Scotty, and you are not my biological children. I was not. That was not on my 2023 of reading this book bingo card. At all. At all. Because then I had to go back. I was like, didn't you have another brother, Marcus? And I was like, so Marcus is his kid, but like everybody else isn't. Which is crazy. Oh, you put the pieces together. I didn't pick up on Marcus is not. Because I was like, they had four kids. And he's only mentioning three. Wow. Okay, that explains why they're together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but okay. Wow. So we don't... Okay. Okay. But, like, Dustin and Scotty, I'm pretty sure, are, like, younger. Right. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they had a kid together, maybe split up. She went and... No, had- they they were together for 30 years. Oh, so they were married while so she basically had these other like children. she like she ends up saying like yeah oh. he, she was the one doing the cheating not him no and that's why she was always paranoid about it because she was doing the exact same thing that does explain it but it's just it's fucked that's insane mm-hmm. oh my god I get why their relationship was like that mm-hmm. on but top yeah. of like her other shit like so that was right. a, that was it too you're so right people be projecting mm-hmm. and Jeanette's just as shocked as we were if right. not more shocked because it's literally her life right <laughs> Like, I'm about to take the thunder here. Like, oh, my God, it's all about me. No. Mm -hmm. Jeanette is shocked. She's, like, got cotton mouth. She's got tears in her eyes. No, this is Karen Um, who's got tears in her eyes. (laughs) Tears well in Karen's eyes. Um, Karen's really invested Mm -hmm. she's like but he is your father, she said, and her voice is cracking. This man's your father. And she's like dizzy, but it's starting to subside. She's like, I still can't think straight. And tears are now falling down her cheeks, Mm -hmm. even though she's completely numb. Um, And her dad's like, I just thought you should know. Um, (laughs) um, And he leans over and hugs her. And she hugs him back. And Karen watches. Mm -hmm. And she says, thanks for telling me. And she's smelling his flannel as they're hugging and it's bringing her back. And, you know, she's just like upset. Mm -hmm. Karen leans over too and hunches over and drapes her arm around them and sort of does this weird three-way hug. Mm -hmm. And Jeanette's like, 
This is a two-person activity. Yeah, I was like, please go this away. Is weird. Yeah. Um. So Karen actually whispers in Jeanette's ear that she's the one that got her dad to tell him after mm. he told her, which I thought was like good on her part. Like she's like, yo, Karen's you not, gotta honestly, tell her. She's not as bad as you know right her mom made her out to be yeah at least as far as we know right now because that's solid right Mm -hmm. fair enough um she said i just told him he had to tell you you deserve to know and so she's like okay breaking out of the hug now (laughs) looking out the window because i don't want to make eye contact with either of them whoo so her dad, I mean, she's looking out the window and she's also thinking like, who is her biological father? All these questions. Yeah. That I would have too. Totally. But she makes a decision to not ask them in this moment mm-hmm. because it's been a lot of drama already. Right. It's and already she'll a have a lot of other times to ask these questions. Mm-hmm. And her dad's like, so should we go see a movie or... Yeah, then at first I I read that and then the last word is potato and I was like, what? And then when you just reread it, I was like, oh, because her mom called him a potato. I didn't get it either. But yeah, like the fact that he's always like, let's go to the mall. Let's go to the movies. Like He's just like. He's just <laughs> such a Jim Joe type of. Mark. Average Joe type he's of. A mark. Dude. He's average <laughs> Mark. An average Mark. That could also be an episode title. Okay, we are on chapter 76. Um, and now she's like, I'm a little nervous to tell Steven about all of this, too. Like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And in this exact moment, she's supposed to be leaving for Australia to go help Netflix with their launch because they're launching in Australia now, which I was like, damn, this is like serious early days of Netflix where they're just like in their launch phase. And. So she's saying all of the people who are going to be there and she tells Steven, she's like, I have something big to tell you. And they're at dinner at this point. And it's been a week since Mark has told her that he's not her dad and she's been trying to process everything and every day feels like a blur. So, of course, she's been relying heavily on purging al- alcohol to get her through the week, oh God, which I was, was like, Laura, this was a bad one. guys. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning here, too. Yeah. And she's had time to ask Mark some questions. Did he know about mom's affair as it was happening? Yes. Do her brothers know about this whole fiasco? No. Is he absolutely a thousand percent sure that this is the truth? Yes. Does he know who her father is? Yes. But other than these basic, you know, questions, he's kind of like brushing it off like, I don't know, or with some other variation of I don't know. And she asked, how did you how did you stay with mom for all those years when you knew she was having an affair that produced three children? Like, I don't understand. Right. Right. And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) His answers were so infuriating, which is probably why he was able to stay with her for 30. He was just so like a like nonchalant, really doesn't give a fuck. He's just yeah, he's just there. Emotional range of a potato. Right. And. She asked, does my biological father know that she exists? I'm not sure. How did the affair end? Uh, I don't know. Like, no answers. No answers. Gotta love it. And the question she desperately wants to know is why her mom didn't tell them. Which, I mean, I feel like we all know why. There's no way. Jeanette. Jeanette. And she's trying to justify her decision to make sense of it. But the more she mulls it over, she's just like, the angrier she becomes, which valid she says regardless of why she didn't tell us she didn't and that hurts me and of itself and i said 
Laura, hello. I we know. need you. It really goes back to all of the unpacking, which is like in therapy, like if she had been working through all of this stuff already, like this still would have been a huge blow, but she would have had the tools and know what to do instead of doing what she is doing. And like been up further in her progress. It's just like, and I know she'll get there, but like, she doesn't want to go to therapy. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. <laughs> Ooh, that's another good one. <laughs> it's been like three or four I know, now. another episode title. I'm so weak. Okay. And she's like, this person who's supposed to mean everything to me, like how could she hide this from me? She's just like, cannot process why her mom didn't tell her. Oh, it's so frustrating at this point because we have been... It's been this long of <laughs> pretending Deborah is a good person. Mm-hmm. And we all hate Deborah. I mean, I don't know if people hate her, but I don't like Deborah. Despise, heavily despise. Uh-uh. And uh, so she intentionally hasn't told Stephen about the whole bio dad situation because, you know, the whole religion thing is still happening. And she says she figured, you know, they could either have a bio dad situation or a religion <laughs> situation. Not both at the same time. Right. But now she's got to leave for this flight and she has no choice. She feels like weird to like wait until she gets back to talk about this. Yeah. And he says, okay. And he says, actually, I have something big to tell you too. Stop stealing her thunder. Right. I was like, rude. <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, you go first because mine's pretty big. And he says, no, you go first. Mine's really big, which it was. And she says, look, just just go, please. Like, just let's just get this over with. And he says, all right, I am Jesus Christ reincarnated. This was so out of left field. Like, actually, even more mm-hmm. than her dad telling her yeah, that he's know. not her dad. The dad, I feel like I've, the dad thing I'm like, I feel more invested in than this whole like random him, like getting into religion and thinking he's Jesus. I'm definitely more invested in that one, but (laughs) this one feels more like random. Outlandish. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And she's like, huh? Her first instinct is to burst out laughing uncontrollably, which is exactly what I did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, Stephen thinks he's Jesus, our Lord and Savior Christ. Come on, like, be so fucking for real. Like, I would be like, pinch me, I'm dreaming. <laughs> right. This Hello? can't be Wake happening right now. And he's like, you've got to believe me, Jenny. I know it sounds crazy, but you've got to believe me. Like, imagine the love of your life telling you that they think they're Jesus reincarnated. Like, what would your reaction be? That's a great question. Y'all let us know. What would your reaction would have been? Because I don't know. I really don't know. I would be so confused. No, I would be like so over it. (laughs) Back it up. I gotta go. (laughs) No, this isn't. No, I gotta. Exactly. I gotta go. (laughs) And she says, clearly Stephen is unwell, but I have no one to tell this information to. She's like, I don't have his family's number, none of his friends. Like, but Stephen bursts into tears and like begs her to not tell anyone this big secret. And he says, it's just between me and you, Jenny. And he's crying. And she's like, uh, I think you should tell your family. And he says, I can't. I just can't. They won't believe me. Only you'll believe me, Jenny. Yeah, it's starting to give. At this point, I was like, oh, he's really unwell. Mm-hmm. He is. Because. 
Yeah. What? Right. And she doesn't respond. She's not. She has nothing left to respond with. Steven is her first real love. She's distraught. Up until 10 minutes ago, the joy from being in this relationship, like, it's just over. She's just ready to go. And she just ha- she has to leave because she's also going to be late to this flight. She hugs Steven. He hugs back. She gets a text from her manager on the way to the airport. Robin Wright has confirmed, which is one of the people she was really looking forward to seeing on this Who's tour. Who's Robin Wright? I don't know. I needed to look. I need to look it up. I was supposed to, but then I didn't. I meant to look it up at one point, but I was like. Right. 77. Oh, this is the one that's graphic trigger warning. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right, guys. So she is on her way to Sydney and it's basically a 14 hour puking marathon. (laughs) Which puking in an airplane bathroom. I barely even want to go pee. Uh, I know. Let alone go puke. This scene was very difficult. Mm -hmm. So she is eating every snack that the flight attendant offers. And you know it's a long flight, so it's a lot of snacks. Mm -hmm. All the food. So she's like, how many times can I get up before this guy, this businessman, looks at me like I'm crazy, who's like (laughs) behind me or whatever it is. Um, And she mentions that the last time she throws up, She feels like she's about to pass out. She says her mouth feels sore, sour from all the vomit and sore from the act of vomiting. And she's shoving her fingers down her throat. Her eyes are bulging. And the brown chunky fluid that's pouring out of her mouth is like an ugly waterfall. And she notices this small white hard chunk um, that falls in in the toilet. And she's running her tongue along her teeth and she's like, oh, shit, one of them's not here anymore. And so she's realizing that the acidity from her stomach fluids has worn down her enamel to the point where she just lost her lower left molar. So now she's like tasting this blood in her mouth and she's like basically having this big crisis. She's like washing her mouth out with the questionable water and she's doing it over and over and she's notices herself in the mirror and she looks at herself and she doesn't like what she sees Mm -hmm. so this is kind of a low point Mm -hmm. we say that every episode (laughs) (laughs) right gets lower and lower like limbo yeah so they finally get to sydney and she's walking to the car that's waiting for her and um she gets a call from steven's parents who um they got a call from Steven and were so concerned that they went and flew out to him. And now it turns out that he is at a mental facility um, because this and the psych, psychiatrist there thinks that Steven might have schizophrenia. So very insane couple of I shouldn't say couple is a is a it's several hours, mm-hmm. but insane several hours. Um <laughs> And the Uber driver is like, hey, how's it going? This is like the Apple person in that other chapter when they went to the mall after her mom died. So real. And there have been a lot of situations in cars with drivers, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she looks straight ahead. She's not answering this guy. She's like, it's going fucking terribly. My mom lied about my entire life. Or lied in uh, lied my entire life about who my biological father was she's in the undertow of bulimia she's gonna have to do an entire press junket while missing her left 
lower molar, and her boyfriend's schizophrenic. She said it could not be going any worse. I mean, she didn't say that, but she's thinking it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The driver's like, oh, I love this song. Do you mind if I turn it up? And turns out it's Ariana Grande's single, Focus On Me. Which, the irony. Focus On Me. Oh, my God. That was a moment in time. It was. Um, but yeah, the irony is her life. God is so funny. He is. Like, he how really do you not is. believe in God when these types of things happen? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> randomly, this shit happening. His sense ridiculous. of humor is hilarious. Or her sense of humor is hilarious. There's who There's. all y'all. Um, <laughs> um, and she's kind of like, maybe I should l- take some time to focus on myself like maybe ariana's right like maybe this is a sign yeah and i think it is yeah so speaking of signs on chapter 78 we're on page 266 uh she is basically at an eating disorder clinic per um she's about to get on the scale because it's a part of her consultation paperwork and there's a clause where she has to weigh herself at her session at her first session with this eating disorder special specialist that she found online and she's like i don't remember reading that and she still booked the appointment and like getting weighed in public like she's not in an outfit for that like this is this is not it like it's a thick heavy jeans a sweater like you know how like when you go to the doctor's office and they're like step on the scale and you're like let me take my shoes off when really it doesn't make that big of a difference <laughs> yeah but you think it does well you know her mom ingrained this into her right and she's like do i have to and he's like yes but you don't have to look at the number and i won't tell it to you it's simply for clinical purposes i need to document your weight at the start of each session and she's like agitated and he's like you seem upset and she's like i don't want to be weighed and he says this is just a part of the process and i totally understand how it might be upsetting to be honest your reaction is mild compared to a lot of stuff which he mentions that people start sobbing they yell they throw up and they're or they throw their purse across the room and he he says facing your emotional experience is going to be a part the most transformative part of the recovery and she's like and he says it doesn't sound oh She's like, this doesn't sound like it's going to be much wiggle room, Jeff. Like, this sounds intense. (laughs) And so she's just describing Jeff and she respects him. And she's just like, you know, this is an umless guy. Like, he's just doing his job. She gets over and walks on the scale. She shuts her eyes and, you know, he's making his little note of this clipboard. He's like, you can get off now. She does. And she goes to the couch. Jeff smiles and he's like, let's get to work. And that's where we leave off on this episode. It was kind of a hopeful, hopeful ending. Very hope, more hopeful than we've had recently. Yeah, I like really wanted to finish it. I know, I, like, I want to keep going. I know, I was like, pause, take a second. Um, Ooh, but, but that was a lot to digest. So it was a lot. Again, take a beat, take a second, just decompress. Yeah, it was a lot. It was. But be sure to tune in for our giveaway and for all of the things. Follow us everywhere at She Will Red. And this has been another episode of She Will Red. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. Bye, y'all.